0: Monica and Maho. Oh, God. There's a lot of naked dudes on Twitter today.
1: Welcome to our spoopy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Grass.
0: Hey, I'm here. Welcome. Welcome. Do we tell them what this episode is? They're not going to know unless we do. So we have to. So, welcome to our 20- oh. 20th <laughs> podcast. Our 20th episode. How exciting is that? That's 20 awesome. weeks. Yes. We've been doing this for 20 fucking weeks. Twen-
1: mm, yeah. More I mean, than once time a week. Besides Canada,
0: but then we did it, Yeah, mul- multiple times a week. Yeah. That was, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> That was a lot. It's like, research this, research this. Keep going. Okay.
1: You look like you've had a a wonderful night. Uh, Are you saying that I look hungover? You look a little
0: greasy. No, I put on moisturizer this morning. Mm. It's also probably because my skin ate all of the um, foundation. Yeah. Mac-ups. I did drag last night for the Gamers Drag Show, which is every last Saturday of the month. So you should go out and support the Gamers. Uh, The drag show performs at midnight, starts at 9 p.m. Um, Wait, I did that backwards. The gamers starts at 9 p.m. and then the drag shows at 12. Uh, they always do, like, cute little cartoon numbers or cosplay and things like that. They're amazing. Donis and Carmine Lavra always have uh, great drag queens that...
1: Fabulous lukes. Yeah. Lurks. hmm And I hear that you performed I inappropriately.
0: I I don't remember it, though.
1: So... <laughs> so how much did you drink? Did you have a lot to drink? Yeah. You had, like... A White Claw and maybe like a...
0: Just a little sip. Just a little bit. I mean... Well, see, me and Savannah started drinking yesterday at uh, five. Oh. Um, we started with margaritas um, and we drank quite a bit of margaritas. Um, and then while I was getting ready for drag, I was also drinking white wine. I did my drag in less than two hours, which is a feat because I've never done that before. Um, and I did it myself, which is so weird. <laughs>
1: it's the first
0: first time ever. <laughs> the first time, first time in a long time that she has mm-hmm. done her own makeup. <laughs> Ever though ever yeah, mm. is she though yeah so that was fun and I don't remember what songs I was performing to but I was definitely performing and I made my tips back that I gave to all the drag queens
1: congratulations
0: so I I got many
1: so you're gonna you supplied us with mimosas that's I did perfect. I brought
0: I used the mimosa money that's what it was for mimosa I mean, money yeah mimosa money I also spent uh, seventy dollars at Guavanelle last night
1: well uh, I don't understand how one does that I
0: what uh, I don't know I. Apparently, according to Nick, I was buying every person who talked to me a drink. (laughs) So, and that was a lot because Dixie is very, much more talkative than Chris is. Uh, So it was like a step out of the box and buy everyone a drink. So that was cool. That was one thing. And that's fine.
1: (laughs) So, um, well, I'm glad that you properly prepared for our 20th anniversary. By by being slightly inebriated already. Yeah. Still. Mm -hmm.
0: Still. Honestly, still. Honestly. I drank lots of water this morning, so I'm hoping that it's going to... Surge through. Just, in the middle of the podcast. Hold on. I got to piss.
1: <laughs> just clean out all the pipes. I'm going to have a full-on heart attack and everything's just going to slip right out. Just right out of me. We're done here. So, yeah. Well, you had an interesting day.
0: I did. And I heard that you went to... I the did.
1: Woodlands. I went to, to. I went out of the loop.
0: You went out of all three loops. All three loops. All three loops. you were out.
1: When um, so afterwards I was like, Thomas, let's go to this. I, I wanted to go to a DSW because uh-huh. I have a surprise. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to go to a DSW, and uh, I was like, so, you know, it's like between the Beltway and Grand 99, right? And he was like, no, Grand 99's like that way. <laughs> Five miles. I was like, "Where
0: the Where? fuck are we? Why am I here?
1: Is, can I buy meth out here?"
0: Yes, right.
1: But it was yeah. It was a good pride. Uh, they had rain. Um, they had oh uh, uh, the drag queen. I was yeah. like, "Did it rain
0: yesterday?" No. Um,
1: somebody Knox. Who's somebody? Uh, knocks? Chloe Knox. Knox. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy
0: was there. I saw that on her uh, Facebook because I follow her, and she is very hot.
1: I didn't see Andy
0: Oh, okay. Well, she performed multiple times.
1: Um, is she was she wearing a red dress? I don't know. They had some drag queen that was like the main performer that I'd never oh, seen before. Oh, that's Persephone.
0: She performed for the uh, foreigners before. Or oh yeah. His
1: birthday. She was she was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> she had a lot of songs. She had she had a repertoire for yeah, sure. She, she was a memorize. she was the hostess. Yeah. She wasn't the hostess. Her and Michael. Mr. Gay Texas. Yeah. Yeah. He was the host. Oh, they were supposed to
0: co-host.
1: She didn't really talk much. Oh. She just performed. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> um, any minute now, I expect somebody to knock on my door as the police. Because oh yeah. <laughs> Chris opened a bottle of champagne, and it's not even like a cork.
0: No, it's not. It's, it's like the, the plastic kind, yeah.
1: and it popped off so fucking loud. And
0: it hurt my finger. <laughs> and it shot across the apartment.
1: Yeah. I thought I was dying. He's missing a hand. I'm not taking any of the. Emergency it's just not worth it.
0: It's, honestly, it's not.
1: Because. We have to get this done. Yeah,
0: we have to do this podcast right now so we get it done. Honestly. Because we already had issues with doing it on Wednesday, so... Yeah.
1: <laughs> because we, uh... I don't know how late I... I think I stayed up until three. Did we stay up that late? You didn't. Oh. Did I pass out? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> I and love I it. I think Thomas must have told us to go home. Did he? Emily? Well, yeah, to go home, because... <laughs> We were out there talking on the patio, and of course, he was trying to sleep. And (laughs) maybe Thomas just saw him, but he was like, he was, because that's not the cleanest patio. Yeah, (laughs) he was like, he was in a bunch of dog piss. (laughs) I was like, he said he probably went home and smelled his hand and couldn't get it off. Oh God! I was like, I didn't ask. Uh, we we well, just we pretended it didn't happen the Thursday next day, and we
0: really didn't. We we're just like, oh well. <laughs> we
1: what yep. a fun time we've had. <laughs> so listen to our Ruby podcast. <laughs> I haven't put it up yet. But, okay, <laughs> um, I'll put it up because today. it's
0: two fucking hours long. <laughs> it's two hours long.
1: Whatever. I'll just I throw like it up. It. All fun. is one episode. <laughs> yep. You guys are ready for this. Yep. <laughs> to you... make a road trip to Dallas um, is that two
0: hours? No, it's four hours.
1: Make a road trip to Beaumont.
0: That's an hour.
1: Drive to Katy and then drive to Beaumont. There you go. (laughs) Locality of Feast and Podcast.
0: Drive out and then drive back in.
1: (laughs) Take the loop or the belt four times. 99.
0: Go down 99. You can just loop around. Yeah. Does that work? Perfect. That worked. Localities. So, Spencer, tell everyone what we're doing here today.
1: So, the 20th episode, we wanted to look back at some of our finer moments. Mm -hmm. Um, Finer is uh, a loose term. (laughs) For you. Finer, for me, means... I don't remember some of them. (laughs) Uh, But I assume every episode is fun.
0: They're always fun. (laughs) This is going to be a hoot as well.
1: So um, we're going to do some recaps. Uh, I'm going to do Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just going to go through the timeline and talk about the case again. Uh, I mean, everybody knows what happens now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, Chris, who are you going to do? I'm doing Jean Benet Ramsey. Jean Benet? Yes. Jean Benet.
0: Because we love hearing about a... Murder of a
1: child. <laughs> uh, that and Beauty Queens. Yes, love always. a Beauty Queen.
0: Because we, we're we're both drag queens, so I, I mean, why? Well, half a drag queen. Well, me. Do you want to know what I got <laughs> yesterday? Yes, tell me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let me pause it. Okay. Uh, they don't hurt that much. Well, mm, they do. <laughs> when you're in them for three plus
1: hours, see and that? Walk that's around. what I'm wondering about. I'm probably going to get a blister, mm-hmm. but I'll just prop them up.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> put put them up there. Anyway. <laughs> Take take the load off. So, um, so tell me some of your favorite moments over the past twenty
1: weeks. I love coming up with episode titles. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> I think the episode titles are fun. Um, just because I think I'm hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and I think you're hilarious. And... I'm always hilarious. <laughs> okay, enough. <laughs> uh, having. Those stupid things as a, a way to label our episodes yeah. is, is fun.
0: It's it's so much fun to me. I mean, honestly, all the um, like my friends will listen to an episode and they will laugh at something that I didn't realize was so funny, and they'll like send it to me. And it's just like it cracks me up the fact that we're cracking other people up. Like that's like I'm envisioning people driving in the car, kind of like what I do when I'm listening to ourselves laughing at certain jokes, and when we laugh, I'm like. <laughs> In the car, Um, and so like it just cracks me up that we're like entertaining people, and that's a lot of fun for me. So I enjoy that. I love
1: that. I actually have a surprise for you too. Oh my god! Hold on a minute.
0: Surprise! I'm so excited. Um, It. I'm gonna keep talking because Spencer's gone, and I'm excited uh, for the surprise. What's gonna happen, Kennedy? Um, I'm apparently not funny on my own, so here I am just doing the eh, 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 eh. You're not funny on your own. I know. Uh, are we going to cut this? Because this is a train wreck, and I love it. Um, my favorite <laughs> moments of our podcast... Uh, um, okay. Oh, my God! I'm so excited! Look at how cute it is! Ah! We got t shirts, bitch!
1: So we've got official Our Spooky Podcast cast member t shirts. Oh my
0: god! It's so cute. Oh I'm gonna cry.
1: Isn't it amazing? Look at the yes.
0: back. <gasps> I love it. That's so cute. Now we can't change it because we have t shirts. I know. <laughs> There's no turning back here.
1: So a shout out to um Shit. Listener. I think his name is Eric. Oh. The who designed oh, our logo. Yeah.
0: I think his name is Eric. Let me look at (laughs) him.
1: So we're going to get in contact with him because I think I want to send him a shirt. Yeah, that'd be cute. Um...
0: He messaged us directly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: okay, Eric. Certain, yes. <laughs> no, I knew. Um, I do my research for this podcast. Yeah. What's my <laughs> topic again? Um, so yeah, I love the coming up with titles, and you had some people share some stuff like that. You said yeah. that they thought was yeah. funny, but yeah. we, we didn't even remember. Yeah. Do you have those around I here don't, somewhere?
0: No, I don't have them here. But like uh, some of my friends, just like were random, like my friend Colin, who was listening to it while he was driving from College Station, and he was just like laughing at everything that we were saying. Uh, he loved the uh, ice cream and incest, of course, the trust mm-hmm. your gut and avoid children. Um, uh, he's, he loved the... Apparently, we said something about, like, dogs know, and he laughed at that. And I don't remember that whatsoever, but, like like I said, that's one of those things, those instances that's, like, we don't remember saying these things, and, you know, it just cracks other people up, so it just doesn't matter to me as long as we're entertaining people, so... Honestly. You know, it's fine, yeah.
1: Well, tell me your favorite part. Um... Honestly, I've just
0: enjoyed hanging out with you and talking about scary shit. I, I do, too. I hate scary shit so much. And, like, it's educated me so much and, like, also made me much more paranoid. But also much more aware of, like, other things. And so, like, Listen,
1: I'm just trying to save you from being it, murdered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to figure out how to not be uh, murdered by serial killers. So Honestly. We've learned from this There podcast. are some
1: really, really key factors that you need to pay attention yeah. to. Don't trust children. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Um, probably don't leave the house. Yeah. Maybe. That's good. Unless there's other people in the house.
0: Uh, if you are also in the house, make sure you're in the house with not uh, your mother that is going to kill you. Ah, or yeah. a cult. Mm. <laughs> yes. Because cults are bad.
1: Cults are not great. That's
0: a, it's a s- big swing and a miss there. I so. mean,
1: of all the cults that I've never been in, I've never been in one. And <laughs> I, I would not see, recommend it. Is is the gay
0: community not a big cult? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen. Mimosas are a personality. Honestly. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Mimosas are our personality. Hi, Marky. Um, I love it. Uh, also, big lesson, eat, eat pork and fuck your boyfriend.
1: Ah, yes, that's the other <laughs> one. So, trust your God, avoid children. Eat pork fuck <laughs> your fuck boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> so, words to live by, mm-hmm. if nothing else. Honestly,
0: those are the biggest ones. Uh, and also, don't ever go to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. We've also learned that. Uh, when I was listening to the... I was trying to listen to the... Uh, not John. I listened to the John Bonnet podcast, um, listening to Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, Podcast, and we were talking about talking shit about Alabama, and it cracked me up. And I was like, "Oh my god, callback, sweet."
1: <laughs> That's where we should have our first live show, <laughs> Alabama.
0: <Yeah. laughs> we're like, "Hey, bitches, we're here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna stay right on the side of the state line and sp- spit at your trees Obviously. or whatever you guys have. What do they have in Alabama? Well,
0: we were talking about their toys that <laughs> they didn't have toys in Alabama. <laughs> roadkill.
1: Let's yeah, get roadkill. Hundred percent. <laughs> um uh, i love it <laughs> I think we're a little too loud are we these wavelengths look a little Wavy. wild now i can't hear myself at all hello hello and i oop. well it seems to be making something on With the screen the so.
0: lighting up there or something
1: hello yeah whatever fine <laughs> We're doing it. I've never cut anything out of this podcast anyway. And
0: we're not going to start now at 20 weeks in. 20 weeks? That means like five months. We started in May, right? And it's we almost October, which is spooky season. So it is
1: spoopy season. And um, we had a challenge. Uh, Professed upon us from that, our boss. <laughs> that I don't know how we're going to get accomplished, but we're, we'll figure it
0: out. I'm excited about it. I don't know how we're going to do it. But Tuesday. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we got it started. Right. Starting October. Uh, so, our boss, uh, who is in charge of ListenWorks, which is the overarching. Um, in charge parent of... Parent company Yeah, parent of company of Let's podcast, Talk About Gay Stuff love, and mm-hmm. R-Spoopy Podcast. Wait, no. Let's talk, talk About Gay Stuff! stuff. That and I love it. our spoopy Podcast. Yes. At that our spoopy Podcast.com. Podcast. at <laughs> spoopy Podcast
1: at Instagram.com. uh Twitter and r at Facebook.
0: There we go.
1: And r at gmail.com. At gmail.com, yes, for emails. Please love, email us. Love,
0: please email us. So we're lonely. <laughs> Somebody.
1: I mean, Somebody. I don't know if the internet's working. Can you just test for me, please?
0: Just, just send a test email, please. <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, so our uh, challenge is to recreate or um, have a costume or makeup to do with something spoopy. Mm-hmm. So I drew most of mine from horror movies because we all know I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to attempt to dress up as horror movie characters. I thought
0: about doing um, the new interpretation of It. Because I mean that's pretty pretty simple. You just paint your face white and put lines on your face. You
1: have to be able to look both directions though.
0: We have to uh, enlist my little brother then. His eyes point in different directions. We'll
1: just I'll hit you in the head or something. Okay. Give you like a mental there or like go. a brain injury. I
0: love it. I love the uh, that, That's a good interpretation.
1: I mean, yeah, like and a, the commitment.
0: Yeah, seriously. Uh, I mean, to be that involved in spooky season to.
1: Just give ready. yourself a brain injury is mm-hmm. i mean the least yeah. that you could do
0: honestly after researching uh 20 weeks of serial killers and ghost stories and murderers and deadly viruses and all that fun shit
1: you're gonna hit yourself in the head to honestly, get it out of there
0: honestly just get get this tw- the 20 weeks out of me right oh now. oh my god that was perfect It right? was, the- <laughs> was it <laughs> why are you so, so obsessed, obsessed
1: with, me? with me shout out to that girl because <laughs> she i has, love that
0: she's helped us live
1: for the She's past, what, done more for America than any president no, except saying. Obama Yeah Anyone I mean Maybe Lincoln but maybe, Well yeah Lincoln I mm. guess And I guess George Washington he kind of founded mm. the entire country Well uh, Wig was suspect yeah, though Wig Snatch <laughs> so, No you just get like one roll
0: um, Also I found one eyelash from last night um, and I haven't found the other one I don't know where it went
1: hmm.
0: I also don't remember the Uber ride home uh, Whoops. <laughs> Anyways, that was off the point. Well, we don't need to talk about how snatching and eye, eyebrow snatching or eyelash snatching.
1: You were um toasted, trashy. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, I guess mm. let's get spoopy
0: Yeah, absolutely. Who was first? first? I Nassau. have no idea. I
1: don't remember. Um, what was our topic? Let me go we back were into my about, files. Uh,
0: Janine Jones and um Barask. No.
1: You never remember mine. I never do. <laughs> you fucking cunt.
0: Because I'm not Andrea Yates. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that was a good one.
1: Andrea Yates mm. was good.
0: I haven't listened to our, this week's podcast. I always re-listen because I love to laugh at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love to laugh.
1: <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> it's so funny. There's this uh, show called Absolutely Fabulous mm. that I know I've talked about before. And they have this character, and her name is Jeanne Durand. Uh-huh. And she's from uh, France, and so she's, like, supposed to be really... Uh, Hoity toity, and and uh, she is like very is that arrogant. A French thing? For I, it's an English show, so maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're, um, they're a little People in China. Quebec are not amazing. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, she's a singer, and she's been a singer for like forty years, and she said that she wants to be a uh, actress. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh yeah, how long have you been acting? And she's like, I'm acting right now. <laughs> Well, and they're like, "Why don't you tell? A, why don't you laugh at this? Um, laugh in this scene?" And she's like, "I am laughing right now. I love to laugh." That's me in the car. Yeah, it's she's like, so funny. <laughs> Just full on out of light, and everybody's watching you. Yeah,
0: honestly. Like, sometimes I'm, like, talking to the podcast, too. it, makes <laughs> like, it get, gets like, really no, because, <laughs> listen. Sometimes I'll say the things that I'm about to say in the podcast, like, oh, yeah, I said that, didn't I? Ah. <laughs> too many white claws. Trash.
1: <laughs> um. So I generally, genuinely don't know who went first. I
0: think I did. So then, you, so was my turn? yeah, if I remember correctly, that Janine Jones went first. Janine. Yeah, so you can. Yeah, I think you did. Get us in there and start off with uh,
1: some Jeffrey Danner. Some
0: nice. People eaters. Um, also, I'm sorry that I was not very good at continuing the poll. Melda came through and I was stressed out about that and I was more focused on not dying uh, than getting that done. So uh, we just chose our topics. <laughs> so sorry. I mean, we had
1: planned that beforehand <laughs> yeah, anyway.
0: Honestly. We were going to do it anyways, even if you guys didn't vote for it.
1: <laughs> democracy is great. Mm. I love democracy. Honestly. Um, so I'm going to do Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. Um And I'm basically just going to go through a run-through of his timeline um, from his birth until his... I think it's to his execution. Um, Let's do it. And then we can discuss.
0: Discuss and see what happens.
1: Okay. So... The entire thing is just... Wild. May 21st, 1960, Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born at Evangelical Deaconess Hospital in Milwaukee. According to Jeffrey's father, Lionel, uh, his mother suffered bouts of partial paralysis dur- during pregnancy doctors were unable to find any reason for the paralysis she was given injections of barbiturates and morphine which would finally relax her later she was given phenobarbital as well
0: phenobarbital is an anti-seizure medicine yeah so i get bailey
1: they she has seizures mm-hmm. jeez mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time
0: she's a fucked up dog no it's uh everyone's while.
1: that's crazy there,
0: yeah she like locks up and like drools a lot and just kind of like her eyes get really big and she just kind of stares at me and just like looks back and forth like it's not like a full on like shaking seizure it's just like awkward like she can't operate her normal functions but yeah anyways
1: wow yeah wow um, so that might have had something to do with him yeah
0: um, <laughs> being already messed up
1: being high as fuck yeah. <laughs> as he comes out of the womb um, 1962 the Dahmers moved to Ames Iowa so Jeffrey's father could work on his PhD in okay. chemistry 1966 the Dahmers moved to Doylestown, ohio uh there were several other moves over the next year as they searched for just the right place to bring up jeffrey and his brother david who was born in december uh 18th of 1966 yeah, um
0: jeffrey got to name him too
1: oh i didn't i didn't see that anymore. yeah <laughs> jeffrey um, was
0: allowed the opportunity to name his little brother and i i, I don't know why i find that creepy
1: but it's creepy to me <laughs>
0: I, uh, so. I mean, just looking at the aspect of Jeffrey Dahmer in general. But why would you just, choose
1: David if you could pick the name? Exactly. Pick like, like boss Megatron. ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, boss ass bitch. That's what I would name my brother.
0: I'm a boss ass bitch. Bitch.
1: Anyways. Uh, so then they moved to Bath, Ohio. Um, Bath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dahmer picked up 19 year old Stephen Mark Hicks hitchhiking. They went back to the house for a few beers. When Hicks tried to leave, Dahmer clubbed him with a barbell and strangled him with it. Over the next couple weeks, he methodically stripped the flesh from the bones, smashed the bones, and disposed of the few remains in the backyard. Lionel remarried after this. Mm -hmm. Um, December 29th, 1978, Jeffrey was sworn into the army. After failing to become an MP, he was uh, trained as a medical, as a medic, and assigned to Baumholder, Baumholder, Baumholder.
0: Baumholder? B A
1: U M? Yeah. Germany. Uh, this was far from a plum assignment. It was also a very few years after the humiliation of Vietnam when moral- morale and discipline in the armed forces were poor and drug and alcohol abuse were widespread. Wow. Dahmer was discharged from the army before his enlistment was up because of his drinking had reached a point where he simply didn't function anymore. Back in the US he went to Florida where he slept on the beach for a few months. Before returning to Ohio. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember that he was homeless. Yeah. That was eighteen weeks ago that we recorded this episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I still remember things.
1: When you were in the throes of being frightened of oh. researching.
0: Yep, I still am. <laughs> it's always a disaster researching. Me.
1: <laughs> LOL. Who did
0: that? Why?
1: I had a crazy dream last night.
0: Was it involving dead people?
1: Uh no, it was like a haunting kind of mm. But it was so good.
0: It was so good. I was sitting there watching it, and I'm like, mm.
1: you know, I woke Thomas myself. I was like, "Listen to this." <laughs> all right. And he was like, "None of that makes any sense." I was like, "It was good." Okay. It was a
0: good ass movie. I don't care. <laughs>
1: Anyways, we had a baby, and for some reason, like the we were haunted by the people that lived next, or nobody lived next door, but we were haunted by the house next door, and it was called the Alaskan House for okay. some reason. Um. So we, I was holding the baby, and the baby just like rose up out of my arms, disappeared. And I was like, where's the baby?
0: (laughs) None of that makes any sense. I know
1: Thomas. (laughs) Thomas disappeared too. And apparently he turned into like a penguin and I had to go save him and pull him out of the house. And then he transformed back into Thomas. Yep. Um, That's
0: that's a horror movie.
1: Anyways. (laughs) uh, So October (laughs) 7th, 1981, Dahmer was arrested for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest and paid a small fine. He was drunk. August seventh, nineteen eighty-two, Dahmer was arrested again for disorderly conduct. He dropped his pants in public.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By this time, Dahmer was living with his grandmother, in part because she seemed to be the only person who he responded to with anything like affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, September eighth, nineteen eighty-six, including
0: his dad, because his dad tried to like fix him after all this stuff happened. And his dad was like, "I'm not dealing with this," and send it to his, send him to his grandma instead. Yeah, put him with the old woman. Yeah, you know, See she can happens. take care of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, September eighth, nineteen eighty-six. Uh, Jeffrey was arrested when he deliberately exposed himself while urinating in front of a group of children in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which we already discussed. Mm-hmm. How do you tell somebody that you were urinating? Yeah, exactly. You were masturbating. He was masturbating. Another version of the story is that he was masturbating. Uh, James Dux Tater, 14, killed when da- uh, Dahmer offered him money to pose for nude photos, took him back to his grandmother's house. After sex, Dahmer drugged and strangled him. By right now, his pattern of using acid and crushing force to destroy the remains was practiced. Mm-hmm. Uh, because
0: that was something his father taught him as a chemist when he was young. Mm-hmm.
1: He played with animal bones yes, as a exactly. kid, like a Ugh, weirdo.
0: Creating a monster already. Um, on March 24th,
1: 1988, Richard Guerrero, 25, came back to G- Dahmer's grandmother's house for a nude photo shoot. Again, after sex, Dahmer drugged and strangled the victim. Mm-hmm. On September 25th, 1988, Dahmer moved into his own place. He offered $50 to a 13-year-old to pose for nude photos, uh, gave him drugged coffee, and fondled him. The boy escaped. Dahmer was arrested. Jeffrey was convicted of a second-degree sexual assault and enticing a child for immoral purposes. Sentenced on May 23rd to serve five years and three years. Sentences to be served concurrently. Only served ten months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then began five years of probation.
0: Because he was uh, on good behavior, apparently.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, the seventies and eighties were like weird. Yeah. For,
0: for a prison systems. Yeah. I mean, we look at Janine Jones. She was arrested, um, and I mean, it was like, subsequently oh, let yeah. go because no, they were like, "You, you served your sentence." I there was
1: know. a law from the thirties <laughs> so that you're fine. You're good for Just get out there. But somebody smokes marijuana, and they yeah. like. Jail, 25 now, years. Fuck you, got,
0: you. Yeah, you're stuck there.
1: <laughs> you should have thought about this. You step out of Maybe you should have murdered time. someone instead. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Ugh,
1: murder um, babies,
0: raped someone. I don't know. Been white. <laughs> you're right.
1: Um, March 25th, Anthony Sears, 24, was the last seen alive. Uh, Dahmer met him at a club, took him back to his grandmother's house after sex, drugged, and uh, murdered him. Sears' painted skull was recovered from Dahmer's apartment after his arrest in 1991. Edward W. Smith, 28, killed uh, Dahmer. Met him at a bar, offered him money for sex and pictures. After sex, drugged, strangled. Um, Dahmer took some pictures during the process of dismembering the body. Yeah. September 20 or September 2nd, Ernest Miller, 24, was last seen alive. He met Dahmer in front of a bookstore. Dahmer offered him money to come home with him after sex, drugs, and strangles. Oh, drugs and cuts his throat. Yeah, Took pictures of the bodies and dismembered him, putting the biceps in the freezer. He bleached the skeleton and painted the skull, which was in his apartment when he was arrested in 1991. Uh, September 24, David C. Thomas, last seen alive, Dahmer met him on the street, offered him money to come home with him. Dahmer drugged Thomas and murdered him without sex, taking pictures as he dismembered the body. Errol Lindsay, 19, last seen alive. Dahmer met him on the street and offered him money to come home with him, drugged him, strangled him, and had sex with the dead body. Unpainted Skull was recovered in 1991. hmm
0: I can only imagine that him taking these pictures was i mean, absolutely for sexual purposes. Oh, 100%. I mean, the man was a maniac. And so, I, I mean, he took these pictures so he could keep him, so he could masturbate to him. Because, I mean, a lot of these things that you're talking about, he's masturbating or fucking the skulls and the dead bodies and, like, the throats. And, you know, after he's cut the head off, like, it was disgusting.
1: Yeah. Doing this research for him was rough. <laughs> you should see the movie.
0: Oh, no. I don't want to do that. <laughs>
1: Who plays him? I forgot, Aww. but it's somebody who's real good at looking crazy, yeah, like Joaquin Phoenix or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not Joaquin Phoenix, if. but um, anyways, the, the police come into the house when they arrest him, and he's got all these naked pictures of men bodies, and boys yeah. on the on his uh, dresser. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I'm a photographer."
0: Yeah, he tried to play it cool. He didn't do very well.
1: Um, anyways, uh, May 17th. Dahmer met 14-year-old Conorak synthemusoph syntha Shit. Syntha somophone. Yeah. Something. Synthophonophone.
0: Yeah. Symphone
1: somophone for Whatever. Um, <laughs> Whatever it is. Conorak S. Mm-hmm. Um, in front of a mall and offered him money to pose for nude pictures. After the pictures, he drugged Conorak and then went out for beer. The boy escaped naked into the street. Neighbors called police, but Dahmer convinced him that he and the boy were lovers who had merely had a little quarrel. Police a- now
0: they had, oh, I'm sorry, continue. Didn't he?
1: Yeah, he drilled drilled a, a hole in okay. his head. This is this is the light version. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Police apparently unconcerned that uh, Conorak was still too drugged to confirm or deny the story, they returned him to Dahmer who strangled him as soon as the police left.
0: But this was the same case where there was the women that were out front who called the police and found mm-hmm. Conorak and they were like, this is, is not, not right. good. This is not right. You need to do something about this. And the police were like... Get Mind fuck, your own business. Yeah, get the fuck out of their business kind of thing. Because they were just like, it's a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, c- a civil, like, a dispute. Like, mm-hmm. a normal, like, a, it's not a big deal kind of thing. And the police would, like... The police could have caught, saved lives at this point, and they didn't. So... Women, if you're listening,
1: I'm proud of you. Thanks. For for doing something. For knowing when things are wrong.
0: Yeah. Wish that things would have been different, but (laughs) here we are.
1: Yeah. Um, So, blah, blah, blah. Dahmer had sex with his body, took pictures, and dismembered him. His skull was recovered from Dahmer's apartment in 1991. Matt Turner's 20 was last seen alive. Um, They met in Chicago at the bus station after a gay pride parade. Dahmer offered him money to pose nude and drugged and strangled him with a strap. After cutting the body up, Dahmer put the head in the freezer and the rest in a barrel of acid that he obtained. July 6, Jeremy Weinberger, 23, last seen alive. They met in Chicago at a gay bar where Dahmer offered him money to come back to Milwaukee. The murder is very unusual in that the victim was not murdered until the day after he came home with Dahmer. When he indicated that he wanted to leave... Dahmer drugged him, strangled him, dismembered him, and took pictures of the process. Like the last victim, his head went in the freezer and his body in the acid. July 15, Jeffrey was fired from Ambrosia Chocolate Company for bad attendance. Shortly after midnight, Tracy Edwards, 32, escaped from Dahmer with one hand in a handcuff and flagged down a police car. He led the cops back to Dahmer's apartment. They found photos of dismembered victims and body parts in the refrigerator and freezer. Shortly, the site of crews. Uh, shortly, the site of crews in biohazard protection suits uh, taking evidence out of Dahmer's apartment was televised all over the world. Mm-hmm. The suits were necessary because of the smell of the decay in the apartment uh, and because of the acid in the barrel.
0: That's another question that I have: Is
1: who that, didn't who smelled that and was like,
0: "Let's still have sex.
1: It's fine. Yeah, this is fine." That and the neighbors. Always what complained. the hell
0: is that? They always complain. They, I told, talked about this in the episode. This is our second episode. If you want to go listen uh, for a non-condensed version, um, that there, they complained to management multiple times. And management, uh, the first time, basically like told them get out of his business, kind of thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then the second time, they like actually addressed him, um, and he basically said like, "Oh, uh, no." The first time, he said it was a dead. F- Fish, dead fish from his tropical aquarium, and the second time he said that uh, his refrigerator went out, and so that all the food was spoiled. It's like that. The stench is not just not potent food. enough. Yeah, like it, it. It has to smell so bad, and yeah. it's like if it for it, it has to be more potent. It's not potent enough if it's from a refrigerator. Like it's definitely stronger than that. Yeah, I don't. It just. I. <laughs> yeah,
1: the worst thing I've ever smelled is rotten meat from a freezer, mm-hmm. and. Yep. I imagine that's probably, like, 25% of the smell that was going on in this person's house.
0: Well, I mean, like, a dead, like, roadkill or something like that. It smells terrible. But, like, you can only imagine what three dead bodies at one time or four dead. How many? Or something dissolving in acid. Exactly. It probably smells like burnt hair. It doesn't smell great.
1: Burnt skin. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, By a 2 to 10 majority vote, a jury found Dahmer to be sane in each murder. Two people
0: said that he he was insane. Oh,
1: okay. Um, Testimony from defense and prosecution experts took weeks and was extremely gruesome. One expert testified that uh, Dahmer periodically removed body parts from his victims from the freezer and ate them. Another testified that this was a lie and Dahmer told uh, to make himself seem insane. The jury deliberated slightly more than 10 hours. February 17, Dahmer sentenced to 15 consecutive life terms. At the sentencing, Dahmer read a prepared statement in which he expressed sorrow for the pain that he had caused.
0: Oh, shut up. Yeah. You're not sorry about it. You loved it.
1: Uh, I know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so then they put him to death, of course. Uh So the impactful things that we can take away from this, um, one, that's, he was very sick. Oh, yeah. 100%. We've
0: always talked about mental health on this podcast, and I'm very um, proud of us for doing that, because, I mean, that's one thing that people don't talk about. Uh, when you have tendencies like this or, you know, something, there's a chemical imbalance in your brain, and there's no nothing bad about asking for help. Like, mm-hmm. that's something you should definitely do, and go get it looked at. You yeah. shouldn't be killing people.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, so... Please always seek out mental mental health counseling. Of course. Also, um, he caused a lot of strife for the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, I read about a couple instances of uh, homophobic hostility after the Dahmer mm-hmm. murders. Um, in I mean, in correlation with the AIDS crisis as well, which was still was crazy in nineteen ninety one. So they set us back. Mm-hmm. He set us back a oh, lot. Yeah because um, I don't remember who I was listening to. I think it was Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Talking about the 70s going to a bar where they had drag performers was like, like it is now. It's mm-hmm. fun, and you have a good time, yeah. and it's not... I mean, it they probably still looked down upon gay people, but yeah. it was they were comrades with mm-hmm. gay people. After this, there was no such thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he painted us out to be pedophiles and murderers and
0: and serial killers i mean it's not just him honestly i mean there are more i mean how many serial how many serial killers have we done in the past 20 weeks where most of them have been men who preyed on men like the candy man preyed on little boys uh i mean jeffrey dahmer preyed on little boys i mean it was just that matamoros
1: guy from the cult in mexico preyed on little boys boys. exactly yeah um so i mean really it all boils down to seek out mental health counseling yeah. if you feel like something's not right yeah um and i just uh dommer's not one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh true crimes because i feel like i mean it's very interesting but um he was just way he's too, he's too far yeah. gone exactly. for you yeah. even for me to enjoy reading about his life yeah Um,
0: Whenever I researched it, I was just looking. Because, I mean, we were new at the podcast. I was new into scary stuff. So I was never. um,
1: Dahmer's a doozy.
0: Yeah. It was a lot for me to take on the second episode. And so that's why I really enjoyed us revisiting it. Because it was like. um, It was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Period. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just there's a lot of information there. And he was just a disgusting human being like and his father still defends him like he wrote a book about it and like refused to change his name and like all that stuff like he's pr- not proud but like not ashamed I guess is a better way to put it that he's not ashamed that Jeffrey Dahmer was his son and I would I'd immediately like go into witness protection or something like that and be like I'm out yeah I'd have probably change my name and like, done that too yeah
1: but so, I mean I can't imagine having a child that does something like know. that
0: like I know that you're supposed to love your child all the time, but
1: you there's something that you can
0: people and like possibly consume people like that's
1: but then I, I wonder like what did people do in the before record keeping of being able to find a murderer that's like true. the eighteen hundreds yeah, you know your kid murdered thirty people, yeah. whether it be a war or they're actually just murdering people, yeah, and you know it, yeah it's it was more I guess easier to sweep under the rub so it was something you didn't think about it's like
0: oh oh," just dump them out back in in the wilderness where (laughs) no one's going to be out there anyway so
1: i should do there's this one of this clan in scotland Mm -hmm. and they lived in like caves um and they would murder anybody that passed by and ate them wow yeah a whole family of them And had sex with each other, and they were incestual. Okay. Uh, 1400s, 1500s, something like that. Get it, girl. So, (laughs) stay tuned.
0: (laughs) For our next 20 episodes coming forward. (laughs) Right. We're
1: going to get even fucking
0: wild. Yeah, I love it. So into it. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer, like, researching that, I remember that it took me days to research it. Because I couldn't sit down and just do the research, because it was, like... So disgusting, so disgusting. Like the amount that he did to these people, like the drilling holes and pouring acid. Like, and I was also question. I mean, we've already talked about the the neighbors, like, uh, and the smell. Like, I don't understand that. But why would you, as a person, walk into someone's apartment and not immediately be like, "Oh no, I'm out of here"? Like, what? How much? He wasn't paying them very much. Typically, he was paying them or promising to pay them fifty dollars. Uh, I mean that's not a very large amount of money, even in the '90s. Like, it's yeah. not something going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to stay here in this nasty-smelling apartment to have sex with this man who wasn't even that attractive. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, didn't I mean, understand. he
1: was mildly attractive. Yeah,
0: but like not.
1: $50, maybe they were still dickmentized. Maybe
0: or horny, you know, yeah. men when they're horny, they're just like mm, oh, gaze at, at a bar. Yeah. At,
1: yeah. Come at Friday at two a.m. Yeah. There are some. There's a, somebody will go home with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, you'll find you'll find them. <laughs> you'll yep. do it. That's where
1: Chris was last night. Yep. What? What?
0: <laughs> Why don't you tell me about
1: Cheers Puppy stuff?
0: I am so excited. Um, so I got to uh, revisit John Benet Ramsey. Um, this was a case that I had researched, or not researched, I had known about. Uh, we talked about it. And, like, I knew small bits of it, uh, but I didn't know the depth that it was. Um, and so then I even asked my parents about it, because, I mean, they were raising me at that time and they were more uh attuned to what was going on in the world than i was at six years old um but they like my mom gave me all sorts of little theories and stuff like that because she was so into it as well she loves our podcast even though she hasn't listened to it what? <laughs> she's like always like oh you said uh, research this and research this and i'm like oh okay
1: patty don't listen it's no. not gonna be good <laughs> no, for no, you
0: now she's gonna get some name calling there uh anyways so this episode is reviewing the case of John Ramsey and her murder. Uh our first episode we discussed was titled Spoopy Claws. Uh so you should listen to it if you would like a less connected version. Oh, what was mine called? Affluence. Affluence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Affulence. Affulence. Yeah. Affulence part two, because that was when we broke it up into two parts. What was uh, it?
1: Affluence. you do something. You something uh, everything. You
0: uh I was listening to it earlier.
1: I can do it on my thumb.
0: You have everything?
1: Affluence. You own everything? You. No. Something. I don't Everything. Everything.
0: Anyways, uh, so yeah, it was Spoopy Claws. So if you want a less condensed have version, everything, you have, have everything. Yeah, um, less condensed version uh, of the major talking points of this story. Um, so I'm just like hitting hitting points here. Um, so John Money Ramsey was a six year old former child beauty queen raised in Boulder, Boulder Colorado. Um, she was found missing the day after Christmas with a lengthy, lengthy, damn it, lengthy ransom letter. Uh, left at the base of the stairs, which was found by her mother Patsy Ramsey, uh, the ransom note was demanding $118,000. Um, she immediately called the police. Or her mom Patsy immediately called the police and several family members, despite the ransom note that said, "Don't do that."
1: Yeah. Um, and she says, uh, "Help! My, my daughter is yeah. missing. Yeah.
0: yeah, like something weird. Like we have a kidnapping. We have a kidnapping. That's what she said." Uh, a cursory research was conducted, um, of the home, but no evidence of forced entry or foul play was found. Uh, a door in the basement was not opened. Uh, the home was not sectioned off or treated as a crime scene. Um, and family and friends began cleaning the entire house once they came over, destroying all possible, possible evidence. Um... Eight hours later, Detective Linda Arndt uh, arrived and asked John to search the home with her again. They started in the basement this time. And at this point, uh, John opened the door uh, that was neglected the first time and found the body of John Bonet. John threw himself on the body, removed the duct tape, carried her body upstairs, contaminating the entire scene. Um, The autopsy shows she was choked, had a blunt force trauma and had a blunt force trauma to the head. Uh, investigation took several turns from there. The police department focusing initially on the Ramseys, and then it went to the um, State Department?
1: No. FBI.
0: FBI. Uh, and then went back to the police department, back to the F- like, It went back and forth for until now. I, I mean, it, it just keeps going back and forth. No. Uh, Detective Lou Smith came... I want to know,
1: what would you do if... Because I, I can't imagine picking up my dead daughter and carrying her upstairs. Well, see, my
0: first instance, I guess, like... Knowing the situation, I don't know because I don't have. A I daughter, have no idea. Probably never have a child. Sorry, but, but I wouldn't carry um, them
1: any. I might lay down with the body there and scream for people. I don't know if I would. Do I that. wouldn't bring I would it upstairs just gas and
0: like, like what do I do? Kind of thing. I would not touch the, the thing because I. I feel
1: like I would probably touch the body. Would you? Okay. Well, I would.
0: Because I would just be in shock. I would probably collapse. Honestly, like in. But
1: nobody's around.
0: Well, the, so the you've t- got to get up anyway and go find somebody. Was behind her. Behind him. The detective went with John. No, that's what I found.
1: <laughs> the
0: detective was with John. The other person went upstairs with another police officer.
1: Uh, no, because the Arntz told him to start at the top of the house and go to the Mm-mm. basement.
0: Mm-mm. The and he went to the basement sen- instead. Detective sent the other person. There was two people that were doing the uh, search, and from what I found, they sent the person, the other person upstairs, and Detective Arndt went with john downstairs
1: i don't think so keep going okay
0: anyways uh so did de- the detective lou smith came to the defense of the family to use the quote unquote evidence that they had uh to support intruder hypothesis in- instead so even though the police department was saying let's focus on the ramses uh this detective was like hmm nah. no no <laughs> Gonna, I don't want to. We're, we're going to go into this whole idea that... Uh, Somebody broke into the house. In, yeah, Someone else came in inside. Uh, so he basically just like, just completely derailed the investigation at this point. Um, and so then a grand jury returned a true bill to indict the um, ramses for putting a child at risk and obstructing an investigation of murder. Uh, but the district attorney, Alex Hunter, did not choose to prosecute them. So at this point, someone the grand jury was like, you know what, you moved the body, you did all of these things to cause issues with this investigation. Um, so we're going to indict you for that. And then the the district attorney was like, no, we're not. Gonna I don't think so. I don't. Because John had a that. fuck ton of money. Yeah, exactly. So in two thousand nine, when the case was returned to the chief to the police again, the chief uh, at the time, Mark Beckner. Uh, found that the statute of limitations on the true bill had run out and did not pursue to review the case to bring it back, essentially. So he could have had the opportunity to say, you know what, we should probably still look into this and prosecute them. But he chose not to. Uh, So then more advanced DNA testing technology came out uh, for finding uh, touch DNA, um, and they found small traces that could have been linked to suspects. Uh, The DA at the time in 2002, when these uh, new techniques came out, Mary Lacy uh, saw the evidence as a total exoneration of the family. She was like, "Oh my God, this DNA on John Binet's panties. panties! Like the the Rams are perfectly fine." Uh, but but if you
1: do that kind of test on anything, brand spanking new panties it, exactly. or men's underwear or women's underwear, you're gonna find you're gonna DNA. find other people's DNA. Exactly.
0: Um, so, like I, I wrote, but I
1: wonder if that happens after you wash them, or do I they have know. to be brand new?
0: I don't know. Hmm. i have no idea so i mean it was most likely dna from the people who made the clothes yeah um so in 2015 beckner stated that he did not believe that the ramses should have been exonerated uh once again someone had stepped into the case said something and said made it basically derailed everything again uh, again period i mean this this da here the one who didn't prosecute them the one who um, suggested the, the intruder hypothesis i mean all these people are trying to get the eyes off of the ramses to begin with and it's just so frustrating to me uh so in 2015 like i said uh beckner uh the police chief at the time was like i don't think that they should have been exonerated like there's no reason to believe that this touch dna was enough and that this mary lacy the district attorney mary lacy at the time she was just causing problems in this case Um, others also found her public exoneration was a slap in the face to the open investigation. Yeah. Um, and
1: I had been, I I mean, I've read a bunch of stuff like this and listened to podcasts and apparently forensic evidence is not as concrete as we're led to believe by media Mm -hmm. like CSI and all those kinds of things. Um, blood samples, depending on how much the blood, how much blood there is, sometimes you can only... Like signify it down to mitochondrial uh, kind of
0: uh, whatever? Yeah, no, mi- mitochondria. Mitochondrial yeah.
1: um, so, and that can be much more than one person. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mitochondrial DNA is actually your mother's DNA because mitochondria comes from your mom. Um, oh, thanks, little you, you know. Um, so, your mom gave you the powerhouse of so. um, uh, the cell. Uh, Kathy! <laughs> so thank you. You're able to trace your maternal line based on uh, mitochondrial DNA um but i mean that only gets you so far i mean it's not going to really help you very much because it's not really showing you much dna because it doesn't change over time it doesn't cross over um you know like normal nuclear dna does and so then you end up with just your mom's dna i mean just goes back along your mother's 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 line Hmm. so on and so forth um what do dna tests do then they test nuclear dna okay Um, But nuclear DNA is you have to cut in certain markers to test them. And so that's why, like, listening...
1: And you need a fresher sample for that, right? Exactly,
0: yeah. And blood samples don't have much nuclear DNA because they're mostly focused on collecting um, air, uh, essentially. They're collecting oxygen and getting that out of your system. That's what blood cells are for. And so, I mean, whenever I worked in... uh, genetic testing people would be like oh i have this blood sample from my dead relative and it's like well it's not going to do anything we need like
1: they're a, they were alive at one time we can tell you that. that
0: they had blood <laughs> you did it uh it, it's the blood cards we used to charge them 250 for a blood card uh and we had no guarantee that it would actually work so it was i mean hard.
1: and why do people just have blood i don't know
0: yeah. i always question that why people just would keep Hair and um, blood. hair,
1: I could probably see blood. No,
0: no, it was always teeth, just I don't, yeah, mm, still no. This is all, all a hard pass for me.
1: What can you do with teeth? Mm,
0: nothing, mm. okay, sell so them on the black market.
1: <laughs> I mean, mm, I my mom whack. has all my baby teeth, so that's weird. Is that weird. That is weird. Your mom doesn't have your baby teeth, no, <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that moms do. I don't think so, yeah, they do. Because I've had more than one person tell me that.
0: Oh, well, then it's a thing. Um, but no. Uh, I'm not um, weird. You are okay. weird.
1: <laughs> I'm going to Google it while you're talking. <laughs> Do
0: people keep their baby teeth? Um, what was I saying? Bud cards. Um, going from there, Oh, teeth. Oh, my weirdest customer, whenever he worked at the uh, DNA testing company, uh, they asked me, Hey, I've got my grandmother's leg in my freezer. Can you do DNA <laughs> testing? And I promptly ended the phone call. Ah! I was like, "No, no, I don't. I need to call the police. I don't like this." There was. I need an adult.
1: Katya posted on Twitter that some fan had apparently had to amputate her foot or her okay. leg or something. She kept it and asked Katya if she would take a picture with it with her, and she did because she's disgusting. That is so awesome. Also, Good Housing Keeping has an article on why you should save your baby's teeth. So, why? I'm
0: why? Tell me why. I want to know.
1: Umbilical cords, baby's teeth like umbilical cords, although less controversial, contain stem cells that can cure diseases and grow replacement tissue in your bones and in your body. If collected and stored, they can potentially be used to treat diseases when they arise when your child gets older or for close family members with serious illnesses.
0: What the fuck? <laughs>
1: What the, what the fuck is like going on fuck in fuck here on this, on this what day? What
0: the fuck is this?
1: Beyonce, Beyonce? Beyonce?
0: Beyonce? You look like Luther Vandross.
1: <laughs> okay, keep going. Anyways,
0: so now that was that was most of the case. I, I went through all of that. So I wrote my own personal thoughts uh, off of all those bullet points, essentially. Um, the ransom note demanded the exact amount, um, almost the exact amount that John had received in his bonus yeah. for that year. Suspicious. Um, that was fishy to me. I uh, I literally wrote, "This is fishy to me" because and
1: nobody would know that number except his employers, <clears throat> and John and Patty.
0: Thank you, Patsy. Patsy. Yeah, because my mom was like, her name was very close to mine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I see you, Patty, <laughs> trying to be um. a.
0: So she, well, no, it was because it was fresh in his head. Who else would know this information? That's what I wrote. So his employers would know that information. He would know that information, and his wife would know that information. That's it. Um, Patsy's reaction to immediately call the police, friends, and family after the ransom note was found, um, said. So, I feel oh, like I would have nose. called
1: the police anyway. I don't know.
0: I, I guess like there's not enough to. The story. I wouldn't have called
1: nine one one. I probably would have gone straight, gone the, to the police yeah. station, asked to talk to one detective, particular and, and only them.
0: Yeah. So that's what I was just like. It was also fishy to me because the awkward way that she also says me, call, my like, daughter. You, yeah. my we have, like, a we have a kidnapping. Not my daughter's been kidnapped or my daughter's missing or something like that. It's Like Help, have my a baby's gone. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that was fishy to me. Maybe the police, I would have called the police, maybe. Uh, but I think I probably would have gone down to the station. I would have been like, something, or, I don't know. I would have, I don't know what I've done. I would have no idea. Uh, but it was still fishy to me. Um, especially after the ransom note said not to. Like, that's one of those things, like, we have a ransom note, my child's missing what do I actually do? Like, but I feel like I that's something you would
1: definitely put in a ransom note. And I don't believe that people would have the connections to be able to tell whether or not you did yeah. maybe now because now you did. could track your location, yeah. but 1997, 96, yeah, 96. 96. 96. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. They didn't even have a cell phone.
0: I don't know. I, it was fishing me, but th- that's already one. They're going to
1: page you me. and get the hey. ping of where that, <laughs> <laughs> we got a beeper.
0: Like, I got to get in the hospital. <laughs> The only people who use pagers nowadays are doctors. doctors.
1: Although in like 1997, 98, no, we moved to the States. So 1998, 99, my dad had a pager. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? We are living large. We've a got fucking pager. pager. Oh, okay. And it would just beep occasionally and it'd be like, 8-8 eight, eight something, yeah. a number and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. And be like, oh. Secret we message, go. bitch. We gotta
0: go. <laughs> Look at us move. <laughs> Anyways, yes. I would really
1: just be like, What do you call me?
0: What's up? <laughs> I
1: need your help on this project. <laughs> How are
0: you? <laughs> Good to see you. You're basic as yeah. nothing. Um, so, another question that I had was why was the house not viewed as a crime scene immediately? If there was a kidnapping in the middle of the night, why was the house not shut down? Why was no one allowed inside? Why? Because
1: like, they had rookie police officers. That's. That, I met, that may not have been well trained. And they probably should have done that. But also, John was a really high ranking member of society in mm-hmm. Boulder. And if he probably said, I don't want you to do that, they would have listened.
0: Exactly. A child is missing from your home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, your child is missing from your home. With a note saying that she's been taken. This is not a maybe. This is.
1: Pause. Oh my God, Emmaus! Thank you. I'm gonna trap him in there. Actually, is he gonna lay down? What are you doing, Carter? Ah. You get that foot back in there. Actually, I don't pretend that Carter has feet. I call them mittens. ( recommendations) Mittens. Look at his little mittens.
0: Flurry, 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 furry.
1: Kennedy has toes. And Morky has mittens, too.
0: You got little mittens? Little fluffy mittens? Little, little, little fluffy mittens? Put that time back in now. She won't. <laughs>
1: she won't. Well, what were you saying? Um, oh, sorry. Are we recording? Yep.
0: Oh, shit. Um, I was saying that a child is missing from your house, that a note that says that she's been taken, this is not a question. She has, she's missing. Like, I mean, this is not, let's look around and see what happens. Like, maybe she stepped outside kind of thing. She is legit missing. And there's a note saying that she's missing.
1: There's a note saying that she's missing.
0: So block off the house, set up a police line. Don't let anyone pass, including the fucking family. Like, get out. You're, You're not allowed in this house. The entire house should have been cordoned off. I don't care how important he was. This is my knee-jerk reaction. I don't work in law enforcement, and that's my knee-jerk reaction. Like we have to find some sort of evidence somewhere.
1: Yeah. Period. Especially not mm. being like, oh, we're just going to invite a few friends over. Yeah. Cool girl. Yeah. This is a hard just time for come you. On you. In let and them. Fight. Let them come on down.
0: Full on party. Your child's missing. Bring a, party. a casserole. No.
1: Um. Uh, have a couple of mimosas. No, I. Hate Calm down. situation
0: so much. Then I went on to say, Patsy invited friends and family over to completely contaminate the entire scene. This is so obvious. So obvious. I don't understand anyone who didn't look at this case and say, she's doing this on purpose. They came over to do, she knew what she was doing by bringing everyone over. Because she knew that the more people in the house and in the way, the less likely that they were going to get the blame and the less evidence that there was going to be. To have any claims against them, period. Yeah. Uh, she knew exactly what she was doing.
1: Also, what the fuck are these people doing coming over after Christmas? It's the
0: day after Christmas. It's the middle of the holiday. Well, then again, she also knew that they would probably be off work. Yeah, too. So that's a, a benefit, I guess, in in for her. Hmm. And she's like, mm, i can Do you think I'm
1: this was to. premeditated?
0: I don't know if it was premeditated. Me and my mom have um, differing opinions. Differing opinions about I don't this. think it's premeditated. Yeah, because she, she's talking from a mother's perspective, and so I kind of see where she's coming from. But I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the body was not found until John took Detective Arndt to the basement again. Uh, this leads me to believe that Officer French, the first guy that was looking around the house, was paid off. I mean, hardcore paid off in some way, shape, or form that he was like, yeah, you can search the house, but don't look in that basement door. Mm -hmm. Don't go down there. Don't do it. Don't
1: do it. Uh, I mean, yeah, or John could have said, you know, I work for the government, there's clearance to enter that room. There's things in there that you shouldn't be able to see, so don't go in there.
0: This is a murder investigation. Or not murder. This is a missing child investigation. I don't care. Yeah. If I'm a good police officer, which they obviously weren't, I don't care what he's saying or what he's doing, I'm still looking for this child. I'm. Lo- they're not in the house to begin with. My first instinct is to say, get out of this house, we're going to look for this child, because there's a ransom note. If, the, if it was like, oh, my child's missing, I don't know what to do, maybe I wouldn't do that. There's a hot man outside. See the reflection of the.
1: Um... <laughs> Chris has x ray vision to look through the walls, guys.
0: <laughs> There's a reflection to outside. I don't know where you going to go. go up and get and, and, and yeah. look, girl! <laughs> Hello! Um, yes, so.
1: At least well, cordon the family off to one section of the house. Yes. I don't think that you can tell somebody, you have to get out of this ha- your own house. Yeah. We need to look. Send them all into the kitchen. Yeah. Stay in the stay, kitchen. Stay
0: there. Like, and maybe the kitchen wasn't the crime scene. Maybe it was. I, I don't know. I I don't know. I. The entire situation is just so fucked with me. Um, so then John threw himself on the body, ripped the tape off, Tape off and pick up the body in front of Detective Arnt. From what I researched, uh, it may may not be true. I don't know. No,
1: I saw, but I do remember um, the he didn't go downstairs with Arnt. He went downstairs with a detective named Fleet. Oh, okay, well he but was downstairs. Arnt told them to go to the top floor first, but okay. they went to the bottom floor first.
0: Oh, so he knew where to find the body. Yeah, but. Because, I mean, he knew that the body was going to be found, so he was like, I'm going to go find the body. I'm going to be the person who fu- finds the body. Um, but anyways, he was with a detective. Uh, why was he not immediately grabbed and arrested on the spot? Like, you just picked up a body from a now-a-murder-crime scene, which is a huge no-no, tampered with every single piece of evidence, including the tape, including the body, including everything that she was there. That alone should have put him in jail first off like mm. hands down why why was he allowed to carry the body out of the crime scene
1: I don't think he would, should have been able to carry the body upstairs when the police officer saw him do that he should have said stop Get right the there body. yes go back upstairs yes Um. so but I, I don't think that you can arrest somebody for that
0: that's tampering evidence he just fucked up a crime scene
1: mmm I don't know I don't
0: know. Anyways, I'm not happy about that. And
1: I think after that. the fact, now that he did it, he should have been arrested for tamping with that. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. Um, so then the autopsy showed that she had been choked and a skull fracture from being hit. Um, if the ransom note was real and she had actually been kidnapped, why was she dead in the basement? That That's not really how a ransom works. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I don't think that she was kidnapped. No, at I
0: all. mean, at all. It wasn't a real ransom note. We know that already. Uh, if, big if, there was an intruder that was holding her hostage originally, when did they kill her? When did they leave the body? They would have had to either still have been in the house when they knew that they had contacted the police, killed her then, and then left the house. If the ransom note was real. Or, they killed her thinking that they were still going to get the money out of this. Like, I don't know. If yeah, the, How are you
1: going to not go all over your house to look for your child. Exactly. and Even if, before you call the police.
0: Yeah. I would lo- immediately like freak out and like, oh, where's my child? And like, look everywhere for the child in the house. Um,
1: Avoid children, but they're really good at hide and seek. Yeah, they are.
0: Especially if they're dead. Oh, <laughs> Too far. You want to go to church after this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hard pass. Uh, so, if an intruder came in and used a stun gun... Those things make a lot of noise.
1: A Uh, lot uh, of noise. She was 100% not stunned.
0: No, that's what they they said. The intruder, the Lou Smith, whatever his name was, he said that they used a stun gun to... The intruder came in, took her from her bed, used a stun gun, and that's apparently why she peed the bed, according to them, because stun guns make you lose lose all all control.
1: I'm not sure what stun guns were like in the 90s, but I assume they're similar to they are today, where you're either going to have puncture marks from the... The Taser. Yeah. Or if it's one of the handheld ones, you're going to have a burn.
0: Yeah. And they're so noisy. I'm a light sleeper, as we all know. So you can hear when... uh, I can hear when people come up the stairs. Like, even when, like, uh, I have my fan on and my noise app going on, I can hear when Savannah and Daisy come upstairs. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah,
1: because Daisy's like... Click,
0: click, 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 click. Exactly. But even if Daisy's not there, I can still hear someone coming up the stairs. Um... So how did no one out of three people in that house hear an intruder walking around their house, walking upstairs to get John Bonet, coming back downstairs, going down into the basement, which I can only I always assume basement stairs are rickety, like you know wooden stairs. Not I mean. these people. Honey. Yeah. Well, okay. They had a Anyways, lot of money. Um, hearing someone walking around their house, stunning their daughter with a stun gun, um, taking her body down to the basement, which now at this point you're carrying a. 50, 60 pound child that is going to cause your footsteps to be even more heavy, um, hitting her with something hard at some point and then choking her, if the intruder theory was real, how did you not hear any of that? Question mark. Barbiturates. I guess if you're on, uh, was it, Ambien, just knock the fuck out, maybe you don't hear it. They were on phenobarbital. Yeah, there we go. Um, so also, Pounds of it. Like, it just baffles me. This, this whole situation, like, Why are these people so bad at their jobs? (laughs) Like, I know that Patsy's dead now, but she should have been in jail. Yeah. Period.
1: Are you coming to your conclusions? I'm almost there, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so then the back and forth with the DA, uh, and the police for years only led to issues with the evidence, uh, as time went on, less and less evidence became available. So it was full on incompetence on both parts that led to nothing moving forward, both the FBI and the uh, DA, I'm sorry, the DA office and the, um, police just back and forth, having no idea what they were doing and just passing it back and forth. You're just causing more fuck ups. Uh, everyone should have been fired and or fined for obstruction of justice. Uh, speaking of justice, the DA that did not prosecute them was also probably paid off mm-hmm. uh, because they should have been put in jail for tampering the, with the crime scene. Patsy invited all those friends over. Uh, John picked up the body. I mean, all of these things. Period. Um, so additionally, the evidence was being shared. Oh, additionally, evidence had been shared from the DA's office with the Ramseys, who should have been suspects the entire time. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: because I'm not. Hey, Google. What was the population of Boulder, Colorado in 1996? 91,499,
0: 1996.
1: Nearly a million people. So I mean, I thought that it was a smaller town than 000. that. What?
0: 100,000.
1: 900,000, nearly a million. No, no.
0: It's, it's oh, 99,000. Okay.
1: I heard 900,000. <laughs> Um, so I mean that's a relatively small town, uh, and small. if it's not that small, no. But he's probably the most powerful man in town.
0: Well, he's definitely one of the richest. But also, you live in Colorado. Powerful. You live in Boulder, Colorado. You, that's not cheap. No.
1: The so what time period, it was. I could imagine that he had some of the city government under his thumb.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <whistles> mm, pat my weed. Mm, okay Anyways
1: Have you ever thought that if you were to get a weave You would need to You couldn't You don't have enough hair for it
0: I have not thought that It's but true But I have though. never also thought about getting a weave So That thought has not crossed my mind Because you can't braid that. your hair
1: You can't get cornrows So you can't get a weave You can get a glue on weave You can get a weave We're going to the weave shop after this We'll okay. get do a weave We're doing
0: it <laughs> We're going to drink more mimosas And go to a weave shop <laughs>
1: I'll glue it in for you. I've known how many see experience, but there's some super glue glue nail We'll here. take some
0: shots and then we'll get into it.
1: Elmer's. Elmer, yeah. Glue stick.
0: Yeah. That's what I do for my wigs. I mean... It's a glue down sides.
1: Those fuckers don't fly off. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes,
0: they do. <laughs> I've only lost my wig one time. Anyways, I'm I'm very amped up right now. I have to touch okay. this. <laughs> uh, I compare this case to several others that we have researched on this podcast where there was almost no evidence, if not any evidence... Uh, such as the San Antonio Four, um, which happened at the same time. This was something that was happening concurrently, because this San Antonio Four happened in 1998, and this was being investigated in 97 and 98. Like, th- you put four lesbians away for no nothing, literally nothing, and the parents have evidence stacked on stacked on stacked against them, and you didn't put them away.
1: Can you pay somebody to tell you a really great story?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what they did. Um, This case not only angers me, as you can tell, I'm a little heated, um, but it makes me open a full-on conversation about the judicial system in our country and the corruption that we may see. Uh, We honestly, have you ever watched Scandal? Mm -mm. You knew what Scandal? We need Olivia Pope. I said, come on, Olivia Pope. We need you. Is it a,
1: is it true crime or is it a court show? Olivia Pope. No, the scandal.
0: I'm sorry, scandal. Olivia Pope's from Scandal. Um, yeah, is it a true crime series or a no? It's like court a drama. A true, it's about government corruption, like the the government and electing a president and
1: like House of Cards or something like that.
0: Yes, but more drama, more dramatic, more like. Um, make-outs and sex and Ooh. ABC drama kind of thing, as oh, opposed to yeah. House of Cards, which is Netflix. I
1: hate primetime drama. Yeah. I loved
0: it. I loved Scandal. Me and my mom did. Um, anyways, so we've got our theories. Um, I did not write my theory down here, and I did not write my mom's going off of memory. Excuse me. So my thought is that Patsy killed her. I
1: that. Uh, I think that.
0: she either pushed her or hit her in some way, shape, or form, causing the cranial injury. And or she choked her.
1: So I believe that Patsy killed her as mm-hmm. well. So I believe JonBenet wet her bed, went to go tell her mom. Mom's pissed because she wets the bed all the time mm-hmm. and struck her. Yeah. Um. And so she was knocked out. Not dead, but she probably would have had really severe injuries and severe brain damage. Because yeah. she's... Seven years old, yeah, and uh, she took a blunt object to the head that yeah. dented her skull.
0: Yeah, I don't think she was dead from the. I don't think kid. she was dead either. I think, and
1: Patsy I think Patsy told. was like, "What the fuck do I do?" Yeah, so she woke John up. John said, "We can't go to the police with this because they'll take uh, away. they'll and take Bert, what's her. away. Yeah. they'll pick they'll take Burke away." Yeah. So I think John strangled her. Okay. So I think they were both complicit in her murder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Patsy wrote the note, and I think John went down to throw his body on top to save to put his DNA in there. I
0: agree. I agree completely because the the garot that was garot, garot, garot. Garot that was used was Patsy's her, paintbrush. Her paintbrush, which they never found the rest of it. It was a paintbrush that you would have only known to get out of your art supro- your art supplies like period. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and there's plenty that.
1: of thi- I mean. I don't know a whole lot about garrots, but hmm. it's a string. And, it's uh, basically... It's yeah, like a, it's like a corkscrew. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you could use multiple things, yeah. not a wooden paintbrush. You could use a dinner anything. knife. You could Honestly. use anything.
0: Exactly. And to go and say, oh, I need to use this wooden paintbrush. Like, you knew where the paintbrush was. You knew that it was going to work for this situation. I, I knew that. Uh, so I think it was Patsy. My mom thinks it was Burke. She thinks that Burke was doing something nasty to their, to her, like, I mean, because he was a, a starting his teenage years. Um, he was 12, wasn't he?
1: No, he was 9.
0: Oh, never mind. Never mind. Anyways.
1: Let me make sure on that, but I'm pretty sure he was very young.
0: My mom thinks that Burke was, uh, play, they, they were playing or doing something that they shouldn't have been doing, hit her, because he was, oh, no, no. What'd she say? No, that's not what she said. She did not say that he was doing, I thought that he was potentially doing something gross to her, which is why they had wiped her uh, vagina clean. Um,
1: but, I mean, she could have... He could have still been doing something to her at nine years old. Cause... That's true.
0: My mom thinks that he was jealous, um, and because, I mean, she was a, a beauty queen that was getting all the attention from her their parents, and so she thinks that he was jealous, uh, was a nine-year-old that got pissed and hit her up the head, uh, and Patsy was like, I can't lose my child. Uh, so then she choked um John Benet to officially kill her, put the garrot around her a garot garot. garot? garot. I don't know what, how to say that. Put it around her neck to indicate more choking marks, um, uh, and then put her body downstairs, wrote the Ramsey note, all that stuff. And uh that's why like John and Patsy work together. Because my mom thinks that because um she says that if she was in John's shoes and knew that Patsy had killed their daughter, she was like, if I was John, I would have immediately gone to the police and put that woman away. Like He, he had nothing to lose because so, he would just lose a wife. He would say, I lost my child and my wife. Like I'm still going to have my job and all that stuff. So that's why my mom thinks it was Burke that did it because then the two parents together worked together so they wouldn't lose Burke. Um, so she thinks it was Burke. I think it was Patsy. Uh, I don't think there was any intruder. Period. It was think never a, an intruder, intruder and I, I think that every single person that suggested the intruder theory, uh, like Lou Smith, uh, the DA in two thousand two, um, I think all of them were paid off. Um, so, getting to the end of it, uh, at the end of the day, uh, a poor child was murdered, and a life was cut way too short because she would have been our age uh, for. Reasons. We have
1: the same birthday. She's one year older than me. Oh
0: yeah, you t- yeah. Because you, we you did it on your birthday. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: A life that was cut way too short for reasons that we may never know. Uh, This case is one of many that not only shows white privilege, honestly, um, but also that money talks. Uh, This rich white family had evidence stacked on stacked on stacked against them. Evidence that is clear to someone like me, who has no involvement with the law, can even see. I believe that the intruder theory was a rabbit hole that was created and chased by Lou Smith who was working for for the Ramses to try and take the focus off the family, and he was successful at this. He derailed this for now over twenty years. Um, so there is so much at play here that this was that was just simply overlooked and ignored, and or tampered with slash destroyed. The evidence is still on. I'm sorry, investigation is still ongoing. So maybe one day we can remain hopeful that justice for this poor girl can be found. To all of our swoopy fans, always stay village, village, vigilant. Religion. Vigilant. Live always, in a village. <laughs> little, 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 little. Uh, always ask more questions than the facts allow, and always take care of your mental health. Yeah, I know we talked about it with Jeffrey Dahmer, but those are my big. Hard hitters. Yeah. Always stay vigil- vigilant. I can't say that word. Vigilant. Always stay vigilant. Vi- okay, we're done. Yep. Let's
1: <laughs> I'm not sure that we'll ever figure out what happened Mm-mm. to John JonBenet. I don't think so. And I it's think- sad. And she deserved so much more. And she was killed mm. as a baby. Yeah. And who knows what she could be doing right now. I mean, I like she that. could be you or I. Yeah. Or she could be... You know, well, I
0: mean, with her father's money and stuff like that, especially being transferred over to the Defense Department under Lockheed Martin, she could be Ivanka banking, Trump. Banking, she could be a politician out there doing all sorts of like amazing amazing like, things. business owner. Like she, she could also be doing terrible things, like we've seen from corporations. And
1: but <sighs> yeah i don't think we'll ever figure it out Mm-mm. and i want to know so bad
0: my mom thinks that once john finally dies that burke is going to come out with a tell-all story
1: i don't think so you know because so? i don't think burke had anything to. Do. i mean i think burke was kept in the dark more than anybody i don't think he had anything to do with it
0: i don't think he my mom thinks that he killed her uh, I don't think a nine-year-old can kill anybody her. I don't think he killed her He probably hit her Yeah She thinks that he was the one who caused the blunt blunt force trauma And that they Patsy was the one who choked her Why is it so dark Anyways um, But I I'm not Wouldn't be shocked if he does come out with a tell-all story Like I mean Because I think that he Definitely woke up during the whole debacle
1: Well um, then why did he go on the news? Years later Yeah.
0: Guilty conscience.
1: Why wouldn't he say it then? I'm sure he's not, you know... Well,
0: because then he gets sued by his own father. I don't know. I think there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, things that we don't know. I'm sure
1: people would stand up for him, and you don't have enough uh, compassion for your sister who died at six years old to tell her story.
0: Well, if your parents are telling you that you... uh, will potentially die as well or you will uh maybe not not be a part of the family anymore like i mean that's i think that they were manipulating him this entire time i really think so Mm. i think that he knew about the situation i think he still does and i think that he's being paid lots of money to keep it all silent i think someone knows some someone knows something somewhere and it's so frustrating to me yeah someone has all the facts and we just don't know. that's why Olivia needs like to come in and find out where all the wire transfers went and where all this money went from because we know that he was paying
1: The only person who knows everything I think is John.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: And he'll never tell.
0: Yeah. So, there we go. Well, that re- retouched it and went uh, went back and delved deep The again. extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> that extra mile to get all get me all frustrated for the past
1: because I think we did jump in a last when we did it, and by that time we were all like, this drug, and tired." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you sh- hear what I said? Tim and You listening? <laughs> um. So, thanks to everyone that's been around for these past twenty episodes, we really appreciate your your uh, viewership and listening to us make fools of ourselves. Oh, we have sucks. a lot of fun doing it. We really do. It's uh. I mean, what do they call it? Um a something of love. You can't
0: put me on the spot like that.
1: What is it called? Something of love.
0: Uh, something... Labor of love. Labor of It's love. a labor
1: of love. Um, because I really... I mean, we all know that I enjoy spoopy things. And I don't. And <laughs> hanging out with Chris every week is fun.
0: It is. So Even though you want to admit it, except on this podcast right now. <laughs>
1: um, as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to tell you to get the fuck out. So... <laughs> Hope your shoes are on. <laughs>
0: they still are. All still right. Awesome this time. L. 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 <laughs> I'm to take them off and get real comfortable. Uh, but no, I've really, like, I have loved these past 20 weeks because, I mean, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, we started recording at the beginning of May. That was so long ago. And the fact that we, over 20 weeks, have had people contact us and let us know how well they, they think that we're doing, writing reviews for us. I mean, just... Even friends that I don't think are listening are listening to my podcast. And my family makes fun of me all the time, but, like, they see and appreciate me doing the podcast, and I love that. Like, it's just – that makes me feel good that, like, I don't care – I do care, but I don't care how many people are – how many people are listening. I just care that I'm sitting here having fun in this moment. So, yeah, it's been fun.
1: Um, I truly enjoy um – having this broadcast because a lot of my family listens yeah. to it, you know, yeah. and, uh, It
0: unites you, even though you're, uh, they're up in Canada and you're down here. So
1: they get to hear my voice yeah. and I get, they get to comment on my posts yeah. and, and, you know, they're listening to me and it's, it's something that, uh, you're reading
0: this from a script. No.
1: Um and I'm really happy to what's that word? Your affection
0: uh, is uh scripted. Is loved. We love
1: that. Thank you. Um but having that, that I mean connection mm. is is nice. I yeah. like it. I like it too. Um although I say a lot of things that I'm sure that some of them don't like. <laughs> At least on Barb. You can listen to our podcast at,
0: at gmail
1: <laughs> My cousins, you guys knew this was coming, yeah. And I've heard worse from all of you, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> so get over it.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah. Happy twentieth twentieth uh, podcast. It. Can
0: we clink on the the microphone? Um. Bit? We'll do it on yours. <laughs> okay. Woo. yes cheers <laughs> to a 20th episode that I've absolutely loved doing now that we've got t-shirts I can, I'm i gonna wear the, the fuck out of this t-shirt I wore it for two days I love it I, I didn't watch it, it and that's gross but whatever
1: <laughs> Um, uh, Kathy
0: your son is disgusting she doesn't listen <laughs> no. she's
1: listening to the she's probably on like episode five <laughs> <laughs> she's like why do you have so many episodes I'm better than my mom <laughs> yeah Patty don't listen don't listen you're Honestly. gonna get a lot of flack Just from it hard pass on this one <laughs> Um. So I guess, you know, we should
0: People
1: people get spoopy with, to get with it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Get spoopy with it, guys. Love you. Mean it.